It's season five here at the Casted Podcast, and our guests all season long are our very own customers. We're shedding a light on these customers, not only because we love them, which we do so much, but also because when a brand signs on with Casted, it's a pretty clear testament to their commitment, not only to podcasting and the role they see it playing in the future of their marketing efforts, but also to the much, much bigger picture of how these shows fit into their integrated sales and marketing strategies as a whole. As you will hear, these really are the most forward-thinking brands that are harnessing the perspectives of experts with their podcasts, but then they're amplifying those voices across so many other channels to elevate not only the show, but also the overall brand. They're great examples of what you could be doing too. So since they are practicing what we here at Casted preach, I want you to hear all about what they're doing, why they're doing it, and how you can do it too. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first marketing solution built around brand podcasts. And this is our podcast. Okay, so picture this, if you even can as a marketer, say a couple of people in your sales team start a podcast. Okay, so as the marketing leader, what do you do? Do you shut it down because podcasts should be a marketing thing? Or maybe instead you simply try to go in and just take ownership of it. Or maybe instead you do what today's guest and her team have done. You show up in full support. Listen in as Holly Enneking shares the story of this exact experience and how approaching the podcast and its hosts with a positive, open mind and an eagerness to really partner with them and offer marketing support has made all the difference. As she says, it's all about providing freedom within a framework. I'm Holly Enneking. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Alliances at Lev, which is a consultancy that's focused on marketers and helping them get the most out of the Salesforce platform from Marketing Cloud to all of the other clouds and all of the platforms within that Salesforce ecosystem. Awesome. And speaking of clouds, tell us about your show, which is called... In the Clouds. Our podcast at Lev is called In the Clouds. We've uh, been producing it for a little over a year and a half now and are just absolutely loving having it as a part of our marketing strategy. To get things started, you were just telling me how the show came to be, which is kind of the exact opposite way that most shows happen. So tell me kind of the inception story of In the Clouds. The In the Clouds podcast is really interesting because it actually came to us as an idea from our sales team. We have an AE and a solutions consultant, Bobby Tishy and Cole Fisher, who are the two hosts of our podcast. It was entirely their own idea. They have a lot of passion about Salesforce around Marketing Cloud. They're both former exact target employees who are at Salesforce and have um, come over to Lev and are really core and central to our business. And they are both a lot of fun, really outgoing guys. And they had some stories to tell and they decided on their own, we want to do a podcast. 
And so they are really the drivers behind making this happen, bringing it to life, um, and came to the marketing team with this idea and wanted support in order to make it happen. And they have really been the life and the energy behind this podcast and keeping it going. And so it's really different than I think some of the traditional podcast inception stories where it's like, we need a podcast. How do we create something? What's the story we want to tell? It was very organically uh, these two great members of the Love sales team who were like, we have a perspective. We have lots of experience from what we're talking about in um, our customer stories and in our engagement with prospects and customers and you know the love experience with them over time and how they're using Marketing Cloud, the challenges they're facing. Like We want to give some life and some energy to that. And so it was all them, which is incredible. Like, what a gift to have two people who have an idea and want to bring it to life rather than going the opposite way of trying to like having an idea and like, who do we get? Who do we get on board? How do we like make this get off the ground? We got really lucky from that perspective. Definitely. Oh my goodness. And there's so much to, to dig into there because you're right. It that came together the exact opposite way that that (laughs) any content typically does, but specifically podcasts. And so how has that changed things from, from your vantage point as a marketer uh, about the, the sales and marketing alignment in, around, and because of this show? I think it's been really interesting, the evolution of the podcast from my perspective of a marketer, how I've used it and how I've approached it with Bobby and Cole. And so really when I came on, so they actually launched the podcast about a month or two before I actually joined Lev. And so the podcast was already around. They already had a couple of episodes under their belt. And so I really sort of treated the second half of 2019 as just like, let's continue to produce it. We're sort of operating on Bobby and Cole's schedule. They're very busy guys who are mm-hmm. doing, working a lot of deals. Like we sort of, you know, gave them a lot of latitude to sort of lead things and come to us when they had content ready and didn't really push too hard as far as like what they should be talking about or any messaging. Going into 2020, though, when we were doing some of our planning, content was going to be really core to my strategy for how we wanted to approach the year, what we were going to do to differentiate Lev in the market to really you know, enable ourselves to be good partners to Salesforce and that channel that's so important to us. And so we really looked going into 2020, like how do we leverage this podcast? They're, Bobby and Cole are doing great on their own, but how do we get them sort of more connected with what we're trying to do, the messages we're putting out into the marketplace? And so um, myself and one of the women on my team, Stephanie Purdy, we went to Bobby and Cole and like, here's, you know, what we would like to see for the podcast, a more regular cadence of posting the episodes. Here's some content ideas. These are themes for us, you know, industry focuses and things like that, that we're thinking about for next year and sort of what that timing looks like. Can we sort of, you know, come together and build out a better content strategy for next year and how the podcast fits into it? They were super receptive, like, yes, please give us ideas. Like they've been sort of carrying it on their own. They were eager to, you know, get some fresh, you know, insight into what they could be talking about, what messages were important to us. And we as a marketing team at the time when I came on, I was actually aligned to the sales organization. So I reported into the CSO. Um, A lot of my, you know, energy in like late 2019 was about how do we as a marketing team support the sales organization almost exclusively at that point. We really wanted to be enabling them with as many of the resources that they really needed in order to be successful sellers as we could. And so after, you know, 2020, moving marketing out into its own sort of entity within Lev, I really wanted to take a lot more ownership of like how we were collaborating and not just necessarily being order takers. And so we were able to come into 2020 with having more alignment around what they were saying, what we were saying, and how they could fit together. So we had a lot of great examples over the course of the year of 
you know, some concerted efforts around like media and entertainment or retail where we were doing, you know, blog posts and um, webinars and customer stories and then also podcast episodes. So we have this sort of well-rounded bit of content that our team can use when they're talking about those industries. And then you have that ability, which I think is really great to sort of meet people where they are. Everyone likes to consume content differently. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast is really a great way for us to be able to have a different sort of touch point with our contacts at Salesforce, our customers that we're talking to, our prospects, and maybe they are, you know, a big fan podcast. They want to listen to something rather than read a blog post. Like this gave us the opportunity to do that. And so it was great in order to really think about our marketing and content strategy. If we really wanted to lean into content and put ourselves forward as thought leaders, this was another way to really give weight to that. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I love too, that it's, it's a testament to the relationship that already existed between mm-hmm. sales and marketing at Lev in that you could go to these two who had, had kind of decided to do something on their own and say, let us support you. Let us actually help fuel this fire and also give it a little bit more structure so it can go further. Um, as opposed to let's take this over. Let's actually do this. This should actually be a marketing thing. So so kudos (laughs) to you and kudos to them and the entire team for really looking for opportunities to, to take something that exists and make it bigger as opposed to saying, okay, you guys are doing a podcast. We should really do a podcast. Marketing is going to do this now, Um, which I think happens all too often. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that I've really loved about Lev is just that like the sales and marketing relationship can always be a challenge. There's always competing ideas. Priorities can be different. What is important to sales one day may not be important to marketing another day. And like trying to find that middle ground can be a challenge. And I was really lucky to walk into a situation at Lev that there was already that sort of collaboration there that marketing knew that we needed to be supporting sales in order to help support the business we were able to demonstrate to the sales team that we heard them, that we were going to move quickly to get them what they needed and really build that trust with them, which then allowed us to get to a place where then, you know, we had proven over time, like we want to be collaborators. We want to help you do the work that you're doing. This is just one more example of that. And that made it an easier conversation with Bobby and Cole of like, let us get involved. Like let's work together on this and make it even better, which I think has really paid off for us. So tell me how that that has evolved over the last you know year year and a half since you and marketing kind of stepped in and said you know let us help what what does that look like what kind of it's a big picture and then even really tactically and tangibly like how are you mm-hmm. marketing at Lev using the podcast content for you know to fuel marketing yes well one of the things that's been great is you know when we came into 2020 we were like we you know want to put a lot more energy into it we want to have more structure we want to have more consistency in the podcast and just really make sure that we're giving that the same sort of attention that we would give like our blog, for example, which is another area that we were really trying to lean into and build up. The podcast was another component of that. And so we really pushed Bobby and Cole pretty hard. We gave them, you know, every other week we want to publish a new episode. Um, here are some topics that we want to talk about. These are sort of our time frames, And they did, you know, a lot of the heavy lifting when it came to sort of building out their own content calendar and what, you know, how they were going to meet these goals that we had set for them. And we were really excited to be able to track over, you know, the course of the year, how that really impacted the, you know, 
popularity of the podcast and the listenership. And so using the casted platform, actually, we were able to able to come back to them and show them like, hey, look, all of this effort that you're putting into it, it is actually paying off. Like, look here, we have metrics that we can show you. We have listener data that we can show you. We can show you which episodes are popular and which sort of topics are getting more attention versus others and provide some of that guidance to them. Because we had sort of a long running joke that it was like, you know, their parents and our parents and just like love family that was listening to it. And it's like, I think we've reached numbers now where we can safely say that it's more than just family people listening to the podcast. And so it gave us a lot in order to help them, you know, prove value to them. It was worth the time and energy that they were putting into it. And then one of the things that we've noticed over the last couple of months, is the podcast coming up more in the sales cycle and the conversations with customers um, where someone was like, oh, I listened to your podcast episode about Datarama and now I'm interested in Datarama or being recommended between like Salesforce AEs to customers and sort of organically getting some attention without necessarily love promotion per se, which is exactly what you would want from something like that. It's like if the intention is to bring value to marketers and to help them get the most out of the platform, like then clearly it's resonating in some way. And so it's been really exciting to have that sort of coming up over the last couple of months and has given us new energy as we look to the rest of this year and into next year of how we do even more with the podcast. So I think we're kind of at the same place where I imagine a lot of other sort of B2B podcasts are at of like, now we have the episodes. How do we do more? How do we get more out of the episodes? How do we do more with the takeaways? And how do we do more with the audiograms? And how do we do more with taking out the pieces and parts and putting them into blog posts or into bigger content pieces or, you know, repurpose episodes that are maybe from a couple of months ago and give them new life in sort of a different format or use the blog content that we're seeing perform really well and, and bring that into the podcast and sort of make those connections in a much more intentional way than we were really resourced to do previously. And now we just have a lot more information to work with in order to help us sort of move it forward. And so that has shown even more that, you know, continued collaboration, bringing more resources in from the marketing side and even doing more with the energy and time that Bobby and Cole are putting into the great content that they're putting together. I love that, especially your story. I mean, that's, it's music to my ears because that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what everybody should be doing, but especially the love story because it started so, so organically, like, let's just go have great conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, then marketing got involved and it was like, mm-hmm. let's fuel that and make it more consistent and more consistent, you know, conversations yeah. and more consistent, um, engagement with our audience. And then it was like, okay, now let's add to that even more and like Mm -hmm. do more with it. And and you just keep saying more Yes, snowball effect in the very best way where it it started out as this little seedling Mm -hmm. and now, you know, it's just grown and grown and grown to, to continue to fuel itself. And, you know, the show is fueling marketing and marketing is fueling the show. And that's, that's fantastic. I love it. curious as you were even talked a lot in in our conversation just now about you know in 20 it started back you know before you started and then as mm-hmm. you started to plan what was in 2019 what 2020 was going to look like and you had all these thoughts and now you're looking at 2021 how has the show helped mm-hmm. <laughs> in spite of everything that's going on has it um kind of supported what you're doing given the fact that you know events have been canceled and uh in in person interaction has been canceled how has the show come into play in the pivots that we've all been forced to make? Yeah, like 2020. What a ride. I'm really ready to see the end of it. Sure, as, as, as or or are, are we? Are we though? So I mentioned before that content was really big coming into my strategy for 2020. The other side of that coin for me coming into 2020 was events. Events play a really big role in sort of Plev's 
especially our strategy from a channel perspective, we're very channel driven. A lot of our engagement is just with Salesforce and continuing to foster relationships Mm -hmm. between their sales team and our sales team. Um, That's really what drives a lot of how, you know, Lev gets involved in customers. And it's very important for us to be able to get that FaceTime. Suddenly in March, we no longer have that as an option. And so with events going out the window, everything was content. And we really were trying to get creative about how do we find ways to do content differently, to do more content. Webinars weren't something that Lev had really tackled. We, I think we had maybe done two in the end of 2019, which were the first two in the history of Lev. And so suddenly we were like, all right, we're going to do a lot more of this <laughs> and trying to find ways to do that. And so one of the things that we ended up doing Uh, We actually did like a live broadcast of one of our In the Clouds episodes that was specifically about marketing during a pandemic and sort of in those early days, I think we did it in late April, early May, somewhere around there uh, from Bobby and Cole's perspective, like what they were seeing, um, what some of the like, you know, advice that they had for marketers who were at that time, like trying to have this tricky balance of supporting your customers, but you don't really want to be reaching out to people who maybe you haven't engaged with in months or even years. And that's kind of weird. And how are you segmenting? And how are you being sensitive and empathetic and demonstrating that, but not taking advantage of the situation? And, you know, what were the right types of messages? Because, you know, email, especially in, you know, those first couple of months was very central to a lot of teams outreach and how they were continuing to engage customers when everyone was, you know, locked home, basically. Mm -hmm. And so they had a lot of really great insight and that was a great opportunity for us to take the podcast and to take the expertise of Bobby and Cole and turn it into sort of an event for us where we could promote it. We could get, you know, people invited and then we have the, you know, content everlasting as part of the podcast and you can still go back to it. And it's been a really popular episode for us, which is great. And so that was a good sort of test for us. Like, how do we sort of bridge that gap between event and content and sort of bring them together? The other thing that I think is really wonderful about podcasts that we leaned into during this time was this idea of like Lev's brand and Lev's brand voice. It gives you an opportunity to play with the brand voice side of things in an actual like audio way. In like traditionally within marketing, when we're thinking about brand voice, it's in writing. It's like the tone that comes across in the way that- More figurative. Exactly. It's not an actual voice. And so what's great is that the podcast really gave us an opportunity to play with that voice more over the course of the pandemic and using Bobby and Cole who are in the midst of it, like they're, you know, we're all experiencing this weirdness mm-hmm. all together. And so they were able to give love a voice and sort of what's been going on and what we're seeing, what we're feeling and how it's impacting different industries and all of that in a way that you don't necessarily get in a blog post or even in a webinar where you're a little more structured, mm-hmm. like they're much more conversational, very in the moment. Um, And so I love that it gives us an opportunity to like shine a light on Lev and who we are and like we are our people. Like that's everything that we're bringing to the table. We're not a software or a product or anything like that. Like we are a service. What we are bringing is our people and here are our people front and center and allowed us to then, you know, fill the gaps of these events (laughs) where suddenly, you know, we can't be face-to-face with everyone. We have to lean into these digital experiences and how do we make that personal and engaging and something that people want to show up for. And so it has ended up being a big part of how we continue to show up every week, every month, you know, (laughs) over time in this time where it would be easy to be like, well, we can't do events. So I guess we won't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And it's also especially because you are so such a human brand and such a human mm-hmm. of your people are everything. It's been, it's consistency, you know, it was, it's the consistent voice. It's the consistent, um, human element 
yes. before, during, and someday after um, yes. all that's going on. And, you know, not, not to like kind of over uh, emphasize it or overstate, but like the individuals who are listening before the pandemic and the people who are listening now, it's some sense of like consistency. And that even though so much has changed and even though nobody knows what's going on and, and unpredictable is now the predictable, one of the few things that's held true is like, okay, you can listen to the live podcast. You can continue to, to be a fan of it in the clouds and to get, you know, fueled by that information that you're sharing. And that's, you know, that's, that's big. That's bigger than I think a lot of people really uh, often realize. Yes. And it's one of those things that I think was a really pleasant surprise to discover during the pandemic. I mean, so many things it was like, how are people going to react to all these webinars and all these different experiences there? Like early on, I was like, are people going to be listening to podcasts? Like I'm not in my, like, that was my, always my like car activity driving mm-hmm. in getting to back and forth to work every day. Like, am I listening to podcasts? And like slowly I found like I am, I'm finding different times to listen Mm -hmm. and we continue to see our listenership go up for in the clouds. And I honestly, I was like, I don't know which way this is going to go. Like are things going to tank? Is it But really I was surprised that people were leaning into that content that they Mm -hmm. wanted to have some of that sort of, I think, consistency of regular life, like that sort of a window into a world that we had before. And now we're just finding new ways to bring it in. And so I was pleasantly surprised by that because it was one of those like, who knows everything, (laughs) anything could happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, for sure. I think that people, I mean, I know for myself, and then as I've talked to more people about it, it's, yeah, it's that consistency of like, I I used to listen to podcasts or audiobooks, or I used to do this. I want to do that again, but also being so separate from everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a way to fuel your brain. It's, it's giving you insights. It's giving you information. It's giving you, you know, it's helping you learn. It's helping you make connections in ways that you can't in your day-to-day anymore. Okay. So lessons learned, what advice would you give to, you know, a lot of the marketer marketers that are listening who either have a show or who are considering launching a show, what advice would you share? Yeah, I think the biggest things for me are, on one hand, keeping a very open mind. What makes sense to me for what would make sense for the podcast isn't necessarily the same as what Bobby and Cole think would make sense to the podcast. And so being open to them and their ideas and even, you know, other people on the marketing team or other people in the company, like what are the other ideas that people have that think could be a good fit for this and not just leaning into my own opinions about what I think makes sense, especially because we have a broader audience than just marketers. And so hearing from Bobby and Cole, like what they think makes sense, I think has done a lot for, you know, the popularity of the show and the broader listenership that we have. And so just maintaining that open mind of like what other ideas are out there, how can I, you know, find a way to make those fit within sort of this, you know, construct of in the cloud. I think the opposite side of that coin is like providing some structure, you know, having a clear perspective of what it is that we want to do. Like we're always coming back to like, how are we serving our audience of marketers who are trying to get the most out of Salesforce? Like how is the content that we're putting in the podcast in service of that and putting some of those constraints around, you know, here's what we're trying to accomplish. Here are some goals within, you know, marketing and how we can create alignment and how we can maximize the content that we're putting out there, putting some of that structure in there while keeping that openness, I think has been really beneficial for us. And so I think it's a little bit of that balance of like having the guardrails, but like the idea of freedom within a framework, right? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) the constant marketing phrase, having that freedom to bring ideas and be creative and sort of think big, but have that framework in order to keep it moving forward, to keep it having that consistency, to keep it having that structure and sort of true to the goals and objectives that you're setting out has really set us up for success and has given us a lot of opportunity. And you never know where a good idea is going to come from. Like, hey, the sales guy is just like showing up with this genius idea and it's really worked out great for us. You know, you should always be open to where those good ideas might come from. You never know. 
Absolutely. And it's you and your team and Lev are such a great example of that freedom within a framework. And it's ironic how often a form of content that's all built around listening mm-hmm. is so often created in a vacuum without listening to the voices of other people. But I think it's a really important lesson to be learned um, from you to our listeners about where good ideas can come from. It does not have to be, you know, central to something that marketing is doing or a big marketing initiative. You know, listen, the the sales team and your your success people and your solutions people are the ones that are interacting with your customers and your prospects every day and have great insights into what they want to hear, what they want to see, what they want to learn, you know, how they want to engage. So it's a, it's a great, you all are a great example of how something really wonderful can come from that and to keep that freedom within a framework flowing. Well, thank you so much for being here. And um, thanks so much. If you, if you haven't listened yet, definitely check out in the clouds and everything that Lev and Holly and her team are doing. That's our show. Thanks for listening. For more from today's guest, visit casted.us to subscribe and to receive our show as it's published, along with other exclusive content each and every week.